0: This week on Inside Motorsport, we wrap up the Clipsal 500. Look at what Craig Lowndes and Jensen Button were doing at Bathurst on Tuesday, and preview the Via the Formula One Grand Prix with the Formula One legend Murray Walker. It's a big show. I hope you'll stay with us. off to Eclipse 500 where Garth Tander won the first leg of the Clipsal 500 on Saturday in race number three of the championship.
1: Yeah it did, it took a long time to get the first one but um, yeah look obviously uh, three very different types of races now in, th- in succession to get the three victories and really really happy with that one because I think there was a bit of extra pressure on us to come back here and see if we could do it and, um, and we did and the car's been very very good all weekend so um, you know really really happy with that but only half the job done now we need to make sure we go back and Look at where we can improve the car and um, and make it better for tomorrow because I think as a race car we can improve it still. Hey, it's a it's, it's a slog fest out there. They're the toughest conditions you'll get on uh, on a racetrack. Six hundred and thirty horsepower on those white lines, is, it's lethal, you know. But that's that's what it's all about. The cars are extremely safe. Um, you make a mistake, you're into the wall, and that's that's reality of it. That's why. Uh, when, you, when you get knowing all those risks to stand on the top step of the podium and come through with a win, that, uh, it means all, all more knowing uh, knowing how easy it is to, uh, to, as I say, bin it.
0: Can you tell me how you came up with the Turn 7 hole shot? What made that uh, move so successful and what made you think you'd risk it because you have to go all over a lot of paint to get to it?
1: Yeah, well... Um i I tried it and, and it looked i I kept looking around as I was driving around and it looked pretty good out there so i uh give it a try and it and it worked got got uh, that position on Webby and then I was out after rico so um you know that's that's what driving's all about is is making the most of the conditions you know whether that's do a do a herbie and drive up on the fence you know or you know go do what I did and drive out wide then the quickest way you just
0: got to get from the uh, start-finish line, around
1: and back again, the, the quickest. It doesn't matter how you do it.
0: You don't like fuel runs and you don't like having to uh, stage manage yourself. Yeah. But what about when we go to Melbourne?
1: Uh, well, hey, it's open slather. You know, I, I I just tell the facts, you know, and a lot of the time it comes across the wrong way. But if, if I don't like something, I'm not going to pretend I do. You know, it's for me, racing's about going out there and going hard and backing off conserving fuel that's that's part of the category and i accept that and we and that's the way it is and i think overall that's it probably makes the show a a better thing which therefore keeps me employed so overall it's a good thing you know but um but at the end of the day hey i I don't like conserving fuel you know
0: but what about melbourne where it's more a a conservation effort than a race win isn't it
1: uh no 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 we're, we're going hard we're going hard at Melbourne. We won't have to be conserving fuel. They're big, nice, long races and we'll just belt it to the end, yeah. We, most of the drivers don't own the cars so they, yeah, they just go flat out.
0: Craig Lowndes and Jensen Button were at Bathurst, swapping each other's cars ahead of the Formula 1 Grand Prix in Melbourne this weekend. Both Lowndes and Button thrilled with the opportunity of taking on the mountain in their respective rides.
2: Managed to get a Formula One McLaren to Bathurst, and uh, actually get ourselves and a V8 supercar together, and uh, and actually get Jensen Button and myself to actually swap cars. So uh, it was quite impressive really to uh, to have an opportunity to drive a Formula One car, which I've never been able to do, and especially around a place like Mount Panorama, which is uh, you know a circuit that we put in high regard. It's a very tough circuit to learn, but a very enjoyable circuit, and I loved every minute of uh, of driving the V8. I also drove the F1 car around here, which was pretty mad. Um, and that's the first thing I drove. So, uh, yeah, a great experience. To have this opportunity, it's been sensational. It's definitely uh, one of those things you tick off on your list that uh, you'd love to do before you die. And, uh, you know, to drive it then are also around Mount Panorama. Again, I didn't think that anyone would ever drive a Formula 1 car around here. And, it's, uh, look, it's been a great day. The sun's been out. Um, there was probably 20,000 people here watching the day. So it's been extremely successful. There's only one of the circuit that's... This- Style of circuit that I've driven, and that's Macau. I was back in '99, so I didn't really know what to expect because on TV it doesn't do it justice, I don't think. But driving around here, you know, with the gradients, it's I was very surprised at the gradients and how many blind corners. I mean, even though I did sort of four time laps in total, I still didn't get the corners right. You know, I'd arrive at a corner, think I was in the right position, I was totally off, and that's unusual. You know, I think normally drivers pick up especially drivers that have the experience that i have in racing you pick up the circuits within two laps but this place is half a day you know what i mean it's uh it's a very special circuit and i'd love to come back to feel the acceleration of the car was really really good i was really delighted about that of course across the top of the mountain the car actually changed direction extremely well extremely quick a lot better than what a v8 supercar does so uh, once we got sort of a couple of laps under our belt really for me i felt quite comfortable the car was really nice to drive
0: well, who better to preview the Formula One race in Melbourne than the voice of Formula One motor racing across the English-speaking world? That, of course, is Murray Walker. Murray Walker, a pleasure to have you back in Australia, and more particularly a place I know you love, Adelaide.
3: Yeah, I mean, I first came to Adelaide and first came to Australia, in fact, in 1985 for the first Formula One race. Uh, Most of us in Formula 1, and I mean like about 95%, had never been to Australia. I didn't even know where Adelaide was. I had to get the Atlas out and find it. Uh, And when we came here, we were absolutely knocked out with the place, with the the weather, the the brightness of the light, uh, the friendliness of everybody here. Adelaide fitted so well with the Grand Prix. And we had a wonderful race. We came back here for 11 years. And then I thought, oh dear, that's it. Uh, But the clips all started. And I think this is my eighth time here. And it's a joy to be back. With, uh, I guess, uh,
0: a cloud over Melbourne's future, you, I would imagine, are one of the biggest advocates to say, bring it back here?
3: Well, I I know nothing about the politics of what's going on at Melbourne, whether it's a sort of power play between Bernie Ecclestone and Rob Walker and the Melbourne politicians. Um, I I think everybody, with the greatest of respect to Melbourne, who do an absolutely fantastic job, and I'm not knocking them, Albert Parks, a very nice circuit, and everybody's very friendly there, but there is a magic about Adelaide, and, and I think Formula One would love to come back here, but I can't see it happening well, I can safely say now that I confidently predict that any one of about seven people could win the race. I mean, we don't really know after four, ser- four series of tests for Formula One what the form is. Uh, we've got Kurs, we've got the movable rear wing, they're all on Pirelli tires, uh, which have been designed to degrade quickly in order to make Formula One more interesting and exciting uh, Red Bull look as though they may be slightly ahead of the rest but Ferrari are there too uh, McLaren haven't haven't gone well but McLaren will get things right um, Ferrari look as though they're in good shape Renault have got a good car Mercedes look as though they've got their car up to speed so you've got Alonso, Massa, um, Button, Hamilton, uh, where, where am I about? Schumacher. Can Schumacher get the job done? Yes, in my opinion he can. Uh, a lot of people in Britain are very derisory about Schumacher now, but he's seven times world champion, it's like riding a bicycle, you don't forget how to do it, you get a bit rusty. And when you've been out for three years and things have changed as much as they have, uh, it takes a lot of getting up to speed. Well, I think he's he's up to speed now. He didn't have a car worthy of his talent last year. It looks as though he will have this year. Uh, Nico Rosberg is a lot better than people give him credit for. So all I can say about Melbourne is that hopefully it's going to be a fantastic race and it's going to be the precursor of a hell of a lot of changes because of the, tech, the specification changes and because of the drivers.
0: My thanks to everyone on Inside Motorsport this week. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by
2: Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.